I think it took me like three years or so to get to him. You know, I was sending him messages, you know, then I was sending in Croatian that he would, he would reply in, uh, in English, you know, and, that, and, oh my and, gosh. and so on. <laughs> and so I, I really understood like this guy doesn't want to be bothered. You know? I, I, just, I don't give up that easily because in the end, I want to have good content for the people who come to the event. You're listening to Art Heroes Podcast, the show to help you thrive as a digital artist. Tune in to learn how to transform your passion into a career. Get inspired by other kick-ass 2D and 3D artists and find out what it takes to be an art hero. Alrighty, guys. Hello again. This is Maria JD. I'm your host at Art Heroes Podcast. And today we've got a special, special, special person on the show. Uh, today we're meeting Marco Prvic. You might not know his name, but you definitely know one of the events that he created. And he's basically the father of IFCC that happens every year in Croatia and uh, many of the artists have been there, not only been there, but got jobs, promotions, uh, friends and uh, family because of the festival. So IFCC is definitely a movement and Marco himself is a really interesting guy because he's a community host, an entrepreneur, and an artist, like three in one. So I'm really excited about this conversation. And let's hear what Marco has to say. Well, let's welcome Marco. Okay. All right, Marco, we are now live. Thank you so much for coming to the Art Heroes podcast and welcome to the show. Uh, we're Thank now you. recording. Yes. Um, so guys, I'm having Marco here and uh, uh, Marco is, I think, would probably best known as an IFCC founder, right? Would you say yeah, that it's so. your most known project? Well, I think, I mean, uh, considering who is your audience, I think that people know me uh, yes, through probably. IFCC. So, yes, yeah. definitely. So at least that's how I got to know about you and... <laughs> Like Marco is the IFCC guy, but what I didn't know that Marco is also a father of a bunch of other projects. And we were just like chatting about this before opening the recording that, uh, in my opinion, all of these projects are done so well. I wouldn't even guess that it's like the same person. Um, so yeah, uh, great job, Marco. Like looks Thank amazing. You. So there Thank is you. also jewelry, a jewelry brand and uh, a studio and help me finish this list. Uh you mentioned that I'm a father. I'm actually a real father as well. So I have a son <laughs> and wife and all that. Uh, like, yeah, as one of the projects. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I think since 2001 or so, we started uh, doing all sorts of creative projects. Uh, uh, from when I say we, uh, I, I think about the Bunica Network, uh, which is our organization, uh, a nonprofit. Uh, so all sorts of projects uh, that are the goal. The goal was always connecting people, connecting artists uh, from all over the world, you know, and uh, bringing them together. So from all sorts of fields, uh, street art, the uh, graphic design, uh, animation, film, uh, and whatnot. So uh, in these last twenty years, uh, we did uh, various websites uh, that. Uh, 
connect people. Uh, I started a lot of uh, brands of my own. Uh, some were successful, some were not. Uh, we talked about my jewelry uh, a few moments, uh, just a few moments before. Uh, this is a profitable project, but there were also a lot of fails, you know. So you know, you learn along the way. So yeah, uh, yeah. And oh. of course, the IFCC is probably the best known uh, project that we did. So. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sincerely really, really impressed. And, uh, you know, like, I really like how you wear like mostly like three hats, being an artist mm -hmm. and uh, an entrepreneur and the community host. So like three things at the same time, what would you uh, refer to most? Like, would you consider yourself mostly an artist or a director or like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, first and foremost, I think that I'm a, just a, I, I like to think about myself as a creative, uh, creative person. You, you could say an artist, but uh, I do a lot of different things. Long time ago, I, I have decided that my art is not the most important thing for me in my life. So, because uh, I mean, artists uh, are like a bunch of really uh, nice, uh, you know, people, creative people who I like to hang out with, but. Uh, Uh, what I don't like about artists uh, is that uh, they're really focused, uh, you know, you know, on their work uh, okay. and not about things that are that surround them. So, and I know a lot of them who just want to, you know, sit in their room and create. And uh, I was like that in the past as well. And maybe the reason uh, why I wasn't so successful. Uh, help me think about other possibilities in life you know so uh, the older I am the more I uh, think about uh, how I miss uh, hanging out with the people who are dear to me you know my family my my friends um, I would like to have more free time you know so with, with my son uh, you know my wife and uh, I think that Being a good artist, being a top artist requires like full commitment, you know, and That's for uh, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I can commit, uh, you know, only to this one thing in life, you know, so, but I like, I like creating uh, and I just can't stop creating, you know, uh, I, I started with the graffiti you know street yep. art and that sort of thing. Then I moved to graphic design, then I moved to 3D, then I moved uh, for the past few months maybe years i'm more and more into animation and uh, even directing videos uh, we had a pro project that we just finished where i directed a, a small promo video for a kickstarter campaign so i i really enjoy doing it i like to compete with my colleagues you know to 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 bring something new on the table but i know that i will always be you know the jack of all trades and master of none so and <laughs> you know that's who i am i would i mean my my decision to go in split ways was maybe the, the worst decision for, for my career, but I just like exploring, you know, I, I just want to learn every single software, you know, I want to try all the techniques of drawing, sculpting, you know, digital traditional. So you know, that's, that's where I am. 
Wow, I really like this. And uh, I like how it, you identified yourself mostly with like creator, you know, like creator, like in a really wide sense, like trying different things and, uh, and yeah, and just, uh, just kind of, kind of going with that. But uh, I wanted to um, like uh, explore a little bit uh, Bunica Network because you mentioned this is a community and uh, mm -hmm. you even referred to like us. So what does it mean for you? And uh, who and when started it, and uh, just in general, what is Bunica Network? So, long story short, how, how did they say that? Uh, <laughs> it was, I had this uh, first uh, solo exhibition in 2001, um, uh, for which I made like really big paintings, uh, and uh, I invited a lot of people that, I'm, that I knew from, uh, from my life, you know, and one of them was my uh, colleague from the school, you know, he came and he saw all these uh, uh, things, and, and he was especially uh, inspired by the promotional, uh, you know, CD that I had, like, which was a thing then, you know, like to make a CD uh, animated, you know, in, in some program like Flash, uh, uh, and he, he was like, you know, why don't we start something together, you know? And then, of course, we got drunk and thought of a name. And uh, we, a few months later or a year later, we uh, even had a website. I think that website was one of the first websites that was actually allowing uh, artists from all over the world to, you know, post their stuff on our front page, you know? And it was in the, in the form of blog, you know? So, and we really had, uh, I mean, uh, now, when I see how hard it is to, prom it's hard, hard it is to promote anything, uh, I yeah. see how successful we actually were because we had like, uh, you know, 20 to 50 submissions a day, you know, like, uh, so, and, and I was like, you know, I, I didn't see the value of it, you know, but I just like the, I, I, I wasn't thinking about it in a marketing way, you know, I was just like enjoying the content, you know, and us being connected, you know, with, with others. And, uh, and, and just before the launch of that website, we we uh, produced our, our first series of T-shirts with the with the graphics. Uh, uh, so, so this was actually the thing that we continued doing in the next, you know, like ten to fifteen years. A lot of people changed from from the original crew. Uh, so. Uh, I think actually I'm the only one who is uh, the, from the original, you know, uh, crew. Uh, because people come and go, we were never very profitable, you know. Uh, people need money, you know, they find work uh, somewhere yeah, else and they go there. But with most of them, like 99% of them, uh, I, I stayed in good connection, you know, with your friends. And, and, and how Bunica Network made money specifically? So back then we didn't make any, you know, okay. uh, I think that our trip to New York somewhere in 2008, when we started filming our documentary on street art, which we never finished, uh, we realized that everyone knows us there, you know, like, because we, we would meet someone wanted to do an interview. And then we said like, we're from Bunica and, and everyone's like, well, Bunica, I know I've seen this website, you know, it was like, wow you know so and even in in zagreb you know when we went to some parties you know uh, uh we would hear people talking about bunica but no one knew it's from zagreb because it was in english and so we were like we we, we started you know realizing the value of this so and uh to me back then we really didn't think about money that much i was working in various you know studios and advertising agencies so it was just 
a side uh, a side project but then we started uh, doing it more seriously we started organizing exhibitions for international artists for local artists and uh, we had expenses you know and started thinking about you know making our own products so we started doing uh, uh, t-shirts again jewelry you know figurines uh, doing deals with other artists and, and so on but it was it was never really profitable in a way that you know we could uh, uh, you know uh, pay i don't know like five people you know to have like uh, yeah. to have them on pay or something like that uh, this all changed with the start of the ifcc actually because uh, the ifcc was a project that uh, started becoming profitable in its first so few years. So that's where it comes from. So IFCC grew from Bunica Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly, exactly. I was I, suspicious was about that. Stage. I was suspicious yeah, yeah. about that. I'm glad that it's like that. So when so Bunica Network came up kind of with an idea of a project of IFCC. Yeah. Yeah. amazing so i mean uh, when it comes to ifcc there was this event i never went to you know i i had this my last chance to become like a real artist illustrator you know? <laughs> and i heard about this i heard about this uh, uh, festival in uh, pennsylvania it's called ilxcon okay and i paid for the table and everything i made illustrations and all this but in the end i couldn't come up with the money for the airline ticket, you know, so I never went there. Oh my God. <laughs> and, but uh, uh, the cool thing was that when uh, my colleagues from Zagreb approached me, uh, the colleagues who had their own event uh, called the Judgment Day, which was more about advertising, they approached me and they wanted to give it, you know, to me, to us, to Bunica, to, to run it, you know. To, and I said, okay, but uh, because I was so inspired by the story of this Eloxcon, uh, but I said, yeah, but I want to change it. You know, I want to, I want to, want it to be like a few days event, and I want it to have like workshops and all this kind of stuff. And I want to charge tickets for it because it doesn't make sense to work all year on something and you know, go to jail because you owe everyone money. You know, so to produce yeah. it. So, so this is how how it actually started. And then I realized that there is actually, uh, it was like the second year of the THU Trojan Horse was yeah. unicorn. Uh, so. Uh, I, I realized that there's another event very similar to what we are doing. And then uh, when we did our first one, I heard about uh, Industry Workshops London as well. And I'm not sure if they started before or after us, but uh, I think that these three events were like a, the first three serious events of a kind, maybe even globally, you know. Uh, and... Uh, with the THU being the first one, but they just wasn't aware of it uh, for the first two years, I think, so. Wow, okay. So what year did you start IFCC? And uh, what happened with the Judgment Day event? So did you eventually merge or did you start one from scratch? Yeah, it started as the merge events. Uh, actually, uh, the first IFCC was actually called the Judgment Day. And, right. Uh, so the Judgment Day had, had this like, uh, uh, line this uh, uh, explanation line under the name it was like the judgment day and then below it was the, uh, the independent festival of creative communication and then we just okay. took this uh, uh, independent festival of creation uh, creative uh, communication and used just the first letters the initials the IFCC so this is how it uh, became the IFCC you know so independent we, we, independent Ah, festival, festival. Oh. Yeah, of, of creative uh, 
communication. Yeah. So this is how IFCC was born, actually. So, uh, and when then we just ditched the the Judgment Day name, which I really, really loved, uh, and I loved the concept uh, of the Judgment Day. But you know, this is a story for uh, for another meeting. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it just wasn't it wasn't doable after two years i just realized it's just too too much to to chew you know so right we just continue with the with the with the ifcc concept so it's so cool and I, like i think it's really really interesting uh, how you know community like artistic community actually comes up with uh, with the festival so how many people were involved in organizing ifcc and how many people are involved now like so, is there something that you know, like like a year-round like committee or like a group that keeps it alive, or like every time it's different people. So I mean, I think it's best that uh, I uh, like tell a short uh, story of all the years together. So sure. <laughs> because uh, it's easier for me. I, I'm really bad with dates, you know, and, and sure. names and so on. Because I just have it as a as some kind, sort of a cloud in my head. Uh, it started in 2014 when I was one of the directors of, of a bigger event uh, in Zagreb. And uh, the Judgment Day, which uh, we were running then, uh, became, uh, was a, let's say, one quarter or, or, or one third of that big event, you know. And this is when I uh, invited uh, a few guys uh, from States uh, it was Ben Mauro, uh, David Bentley, and Von Link, and uh, at least I think ten or fifteen guys from the region. And it was really cool. It was like a proof of concept. And uh, the next year we went independent. Uh, uh, actually, we got in fight with the other organizers. So this was the reason. <laughs> this was the reason. But it happens, you know. I mean, yeah, it's, so yeah, it's it, normal. It's okay, okay to talk about it because you know you sure. have different views views on 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 some things, and we just did, didn't get along, you know. So, uh, so that was 2014. So 2015 was actually the first official IFCC year. Okay. And uh, that year, even the the previous one uh, was sort of a horror you know because it was so hard to find uh, colleagues you know who understand the concept because first of all uh no one was supporting the this uh, uh financial side of it you know that we want to charge people to pay i don't know like 350 euros for the event you know and my logic was uh if people need it people will pay for it and there's no other way for us to produce it we, we don't have sponsors we never had sponsors until the 2020 edition, the official sponsors, I mean, uh, because I just never was, I was never on the same page with those who were maybe offering some sort of sponsorship because I don't like uh, running around, uh, you know, anyone, you know, I just like hanging out with like-minded people. And it's, uh, it's kind of hard to organize an event in that uh, manner. So, uh, so in 2015, it was the big first event with like 150 people, maybe more. And I, to be honest, I thought I'm losing my mind because like one month <laughs> before the, one month before the event, uh, it was like, a, you know, like a total disaster on the horizon. Uh, like uh, we, we just didn't have 
any money. Uh, no one was buying tickets, uh, but some people did buy tickets. So it is like a really unpleasant situation where you yeah, have when like you maybe, already have yeah, to organize yeah, something. Yeah, you have like 50, 50 people bought tickets. The money is gone because you already purchased all the airline tickets and uh, you know paid some hotels in advance or hostels or whatever. Uh, and you know, I was like. I thought like I was the biggest loser in the world, you know, I, I was just like, you know, I wanted to disappear, you know, and I even start, stopped communicating with my colleagues because I just couldn't work with anyone anymore. I was just like sitting in the computer, like in front of the computer, computer, like for 16 days, 16 hours every day, you know, like no weekend. This That year was like no weekend, no holiday, no nothing, you know, and probably because I was texting so many artists individually you know about our event about who is coming uh tickets finally started selling you know and a month before the event and towards the event you know we sold like another like 100 tickets or so you know and this is and that saved the event and from 2015 to 2017 the event was like grow was growing rapidly and like so this Zero year, 2014 was like maybe 50 or 60 folks. Then, you know, next year, 2015 was like 150 or more. Then next year, 250 or 70. And then the 2017 was like 500 people. Uh, oh, wow. So we couldn't, we couldn't even sell any more tickets because we didn't have seats, you know. And uh, I, I kind of predicted that this was maybe you know the best year that we'll have because i realized that as an organization we weren't <laughs> capable of running running even that you know uh, uh and not even to think about something more complex and with more people because uh, we were still a lot of you know individuals who are doing this voluntarily uh, uh there was money coming but still not enough to pay anyone in, in front you know and but what happened what we didn't predict is that like people who were coming to our events and maybe THU and industry worship was very inspired by it you know they loved it uh, they, they were like very emotional about it and they started creating their own events you know so <laughs> um, so so in 2018 we already felt this problem that you know we're actually there are like a lot of new uh, events going on in Europe and we're all targeting the same folks, you know, the same artists. And when you think about artists, these guys don't have money. You know, most of them are like totally broke. Uh, those who aren't broke, uh, it's not easy to persuade to come to an event. So it was like really small percent of artists that we were like, you know. After, uh, yes. After, you know. So, and, and you know, and as uh, the, the rapid growth from 2015 to 2017 became a, a rapid fall, you know, oh, wow. towards 2020, you know, so, and this is the reality. I mean, uh, I don't like ma- make things prettier than they are, uh, but this is the thing. And, and I said like long time ago, like in 2015, I said, we'll do it as long as people will, will want to, you know, be a part of it, you know, and I see, Things are changing. Uh, you have like these monsters of events. I mean, THU has grown like uh, beyond, you know, uh, any plans they probably had. 
and the same thing now with the Lightbook Box Expo. You know, these are like huge events. And to be honest, uh, you know, they can offer much more than we can offer. What we offer, you know, everyone always said, we always had like top speakers, top artists, and, you know, I was always after quality uh, in that sense. But when it comes to, you know, production and equipment, we were probably the worst there, you know. But we always had, like, good talks. Uh, however, people were coming year after to the IFCC actually to hang out, you know, to, to have yeah. a good time to to get drunk with colleagues uh, they know that we never put you know speakers uh, separately uh, you know and others uh, on, on on the other side so everyone was always together everyone had like the same accreditation and this is what people liked about ircc but you know after you come to some event for like five years in a row or three or four you know we just want to see other things you know we want to go elsewhere so so yeah, yeah, this is the this is the story, you know. But uh, I mean, that's not the whole story because in 2020, IFCC went virtual, and then yeah. uh, there was IFCC that changed location, if I'm not mistaken. I remember yes. seeing the IFCC, which is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. moved away from the city. Uh, yeah, uh, that was amazing experience. Uh, it made have come in the wrong time but uh, so 2019 was uh, at the seaside in beautiful uh, city of Split in Croatia yeah. and this I mean when it comes to experience this is probably my favorite event we only had up to you know to 200 people maybe less but when you think uh, about the fact that we had like five people doing everything you know from start to finish not just not just at the event but through the whole year uh and compared to the previous years we'll, we'll, when we were when we had like probably you know, 30 people involved in the in the process and uh, uh and this 2019 was the best experience for us because we managed everything without any hustle you know it was so easy and so nice and for us you know the guys behind the event it was great, you know, because we weren't at home. We weren't in, 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 in Zagreb. Because, you know, like in Zagreb, the scenarios like this, I wake up, uh, I said to my wife, you know, uh, sorry, I have to go there again. And then she was like, okay, how long will this last? You know, just for next like six or seven days. Okay. Then I'm there from like eight to like three or four in the morning. You know, then I get home like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, you know, and then like, so it's like, you know, I, I, I wasn't like really, really relaxed, you know, because we had a kid and he gets sick all the time and, and I go to hospital and, and whatnot, you know, I, I miss some of the most important guests that we have, you know, from uh, companies like, I don't know, like Riot Games or, or whatnot, you know, I, 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 I don't get a chance to even meet the guys. And then last year, the split was like totally different experience. It was like, like a holiday for us as well, you know, like we were the ad, uh, guests at the event, you know, and uh, it was smaller, uh, smaller cinema. It was beautiful. Uh, for me, I think this was the, 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 the favorite ones. Wow, cool. So what's, you know, like, what's uh, like, okay, before we go to the future projections, actually, like the main question I wanted to ask you is, what do you think IFCC does for people? Like hanging out is like fun, but is it more of like recharge? Is it more of like networking? And uh, what, you know, what do you think, what problems do you think you guys solve for artists? 
really depends. Uh, I mean, if you're an artist and you're coming to the IFCC, it really depends, depends what you're bringing with you and what are your expectations. So we had a lot of people there uh, who found their uh, new jobs or the first job. Uh, we had uh, uh, some guys who really had a shift in their careers because of the IFCC. I mean, this could happen in any event, you know, and does happen in, a, in any event. But uh, what I want to say that live events definitely work if you want to do something about your career, you know. And if you have like a killer portfolio, uh, it really does make sense to go there and to be able to uh, talk live to maybe uh, some recruiter or whoever. So uh, some examples of uh, how it affected some people's career. I don't know. I, I remember the guys from uh, uh, Max Burman from uh, Kid Bash 3D. He, he just started the project there. So, and then he, at the IFCC, he connected with guys uh, who were coming there from Serbia, uh, who also did an amazing, uh, uh, what was the name, uh, main titles video for the for the event. It's like uh, Sava Živković, uh, uh, Milan Nikolic, uh, Iz uh, Svemira, and, 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 and other guys. So they're like super talented bunch of people from Belgrade. And uh, I think they're from Belgrade. All of them, mm -hmm. and uh, so they met Max there, you know, and they started co talking about future collaboration, which they did, you know. So, and this was like really later on a successful story. Uh, I mentioned Serbian guys; uh, they were like super talented, and uh, ICC was a platform for them uh, to launch that uh, that uh, main titles video, which really changed some of their lives you know especially Sava Živković because uh, guys from Axis Animation noticed him and uh, and uh, I, I this is maybe one of my favorite moments when it comes to careers you know and the and the IFCC uh, we also have like good example of Danar uh, Voria who uh, met uh, Shadi Safadi at the event uh, and uh, even he, he came there like as a rookie you know and then uh, <laughs> He found a job and then one the next year he was also a speaker at the IFCC, you know. Wow, so, okay. So th this, you know, events like that really help you to get noticed, you know, and help to motivate you. And this is another thing. A lot of people uh, are just there, you know, to get motivated, which in the end they really are motivated, you know, and this, this impacts their portfolio, uh, their performance, let's say. And, and also there are other guys who are not looking for uh, additional work or new 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 job or anything, but are looking for hang, uh, the chance to hang out with people because all of us were, were locked, you know, and uh, yeah. not all of us are living in the big cities, you know, some of them are living in like, you know, in the mountain, in a house, you know, surrounded by woods and bears and wolves, you know, so uh, they, they want to come somewhere where they, you know, can talk to, to like-minded people. So, uh, it's, I mean, it's a hard question to answer, you know, so. Yeah, but you know, like, I, I think I think it's not really for you because you just explained everything. And also uh, just, I don't know if you know this, but uh, um, I had Nicoli Lazarus on this podcast. And actually when I asked him how you got his job and he works at Six More Vodka now in Berlin, mm -hmm. that, yeah. was, uh, that was an IFCC recruitment story. 
yeah six more vodka we had like a really nice uh background story with six more vodka i would like to mention that as well uh i was trying to get uh, their um director uh, marko Djurjevic, who was like a, yes. and still is a very famous person in, in, in that uh industry and uh so and marko was like uh, he's a He's actually he's a Serbian guy who lives in, in exactly in, in Germany, yeah. and so I, I I think it took me like three years or so to get to him. You know, I was sending him messages. You know, then I was sending in Croatian that he would he would reply in uh, in English. You know, and that and, oh my gosh, and so on. <laughs> and so I, I really understood like this guy doesn't want to be bothered. You know, uh, but I, I you know I I, just, I don't give up that easily because in the end I want to have good content for the people who come to the event so three years later marco said okay we'll come you know so and so they did and uh he was super happy about it he even i think i can say this uh, he even helped us uh, financially at some point you know he he didn't ask to be mentioned or whatever you know but uh, which i really appreciate because he understood our struggle wow, and, okay. uh, so and what was cool uh just like you know for nico and and, and others uh, they got a chance to meet him there you know to talk to him to have their portfolio reviews and some of them even hired exactly and which is which is which is great you know so yeah that's an, that's another story uh from the ifcc there's a bunch of stories like that. I'm sure I'm, I'm yeah, just yeah, like scratching yeah, the surface. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, while um, like a bunch of people go to get motivated and like to learn and uh, other things like the, the back, the backside of that is definitely just, you know, um, putting your name out there, meeting some people and uh, yeah, like uh, finally, uh, you know, getting a job or getting a better job or something. So, you know, um, in this regards, now that ICC has been has had an online edition, what do you think of online art events? And do you think that online events are the future, um, or is it only the 2020? <laughs> Before I answer this, if if my face will be in the in the video, I just want to apologize to everyone because I have my camera there. And then I have uh -huh. you in the window there. So I'm kind of <laughs> okay. look, looking at you and then I realize, okay. Uh, no, no, there. you're actually like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, well, the future is definitely online, you know, at least partially. So, and our plan was to do a hybrid event even the last time uh, when we realized that there will be this COVID problem and, and so on. But after we realized that the... Uh, uh, it won't be possible for people to even come to the event. We just went for the online thing. And it, this was like a last minute decision. So I'm really happy with how it turned out. I'm not very happy with the attention that we got uh, from uh, the crowd. We're like very limited in a way, you know. So like 2015 was like a totally different story when it comes to promoting the event on Facebook and so on. So I could literally, you know, post stuff and it would get a lot of views and likes and whatnot now you know this algorithm just they just understand if you're promoting anything you know you you, you can't cheat them you know so and we just don't have you know we don't have cash to to put in promotion so and this is the problem with the sponsors as well you know without having sponsors it's like really impossible to do it and uh, but yeah i said like okay let's do it 
and we'll be smarter afterwards. And so the future is definitely online uh, for the events uh, or in this hybrid uh, version, online plus live experience. But I, I'm not sure if this will be the future for the IFCC as the event. So I think uh, that like, I'm almost certain that uh, at least next year we won't be doing the, uh, the event. And I have to the think event about, at all or only online yeah, yeah. event. Yeah, yeah, event at all. And uh, I have to think about doing it at all in the future, you know, really hard because uh, the problem I have my personal shocker, problem. shocker. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the first time I'm saying this publicly. Breaking news. Uh, no. <laughs> but uh, the pro I have my personal problems with that because uh, with all the new friends I got in the meantime, with all the uh, ex good experience I got, all the good memories I got, I it also hurts uh, my uh, own career as an artist a lot, you know. So because I'm kind of I was kind of stagnating like for seven years, not doing anything. I mean, I produce all the time, but it's not the level of quality that I know I can do with if I put enough of work and time in it and this also reflects my you know incomes you know I, I i will get better clients with better works you know and uh, i just can't be sketching stuff you know when i have some free times for for because then i'll be paid for doing sketches you know i have to do serious thing and since ifcc is not profitable you know i just can't rely on that you know and uh so I, I right now I'm this in in this transition period where I'm where I'm getting more and more work uh, from various creative projects and I like doing it. Uh, I like creating as I as we talked at the beginning yeah. or before the show. I don't know. Uh, and uh, I like it this way. And IFCC is like a huge struggle. It's uh, you know, it's every year is the same. You know, we come to the event and we're like, okay, now we'll. At the opening, you know, we'll tell people, you know, this is the last IFCC and, <laughs> oh you know, we, we have to stop with it, you know. Okay. And then we come to the event, for example, in, in, in Split last year at the seaside. And we came there like two or three days before to set everything up, you know. And like five minutes after we arrived to the town, we were already in the mood for, you know, uh, a love and hanging out and, and we're like of course because it's like, so amazing oh, this atmosphere yeah, and like, we're we're doing it again we'll tell everyone that we're doing it again they're like but we didn't we say that we're gonna quit next year you know and, <laughs> but but you know this situation with this online uh, uh event that happened this year i was back in this you know uh mood you know especially on during the winter when i when i feel like i'm totally alone and uh i'm just like I get desperate at some point, you know, because I feel like nothing is working, like uh, uh, none of our activities is taking uh, any effect, you know, uh, we can't get enough, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, people, you know, on board for the event, you know, because it's really hard, you know, and then also I realized this is, you know, maybe such a psychological thing. So there's like a bunch of artists that I call every year. Uh, because and they know why, why I love them you know I, I, I think we're sort of friends you know I mean my philosophy is that I can't be friend with anyone who I meet once a year you know but uh, we are friends as much as we can be you know yeah and 
these are like few guys that I need. Their names are like very important uh, to to me, you know, for the event to have them, you know, on the list. And uh, and they are actually giving more than they can because they're like super popular artists and they have like hundreds of messages in their inbox every week probably. And uh, I realized at some point, you know, when they ignore me because they because of their work and you know they don't have time i kind of get angry you know and i'm and i'm like and, and i realized that's not okay you know that's not good you know that's not good for my health for my because i get angry because i'm under stress you know under pressure and uh, i don't want to be angry at those guys because they're like really amazing people who helped us countless times you know so and uh i realized it just it's becoming more and more pressure for me to just keep it alive and uh, meet other people's expectations, yeah. uh, blah, blah. Uh, and uh, totally neglect, neglecting uh, my personal life, my personal career, you know. And this is why I think uh, that uh, as the event, uh, it won't be happening anytime soon, but we'll continue with our online uh, activities because we do run some courses. We do have this online community as well. We do uh, produce some digital content with, that we give to artists uh, uh, and sell as well. And I think that when it comes to IFCC, the focus be, will be really online, but maybe not in a form of the event, you know? Right, uh, yeah. We'll see We'll see what the future brings. So. Love that, love that. I'm sure there's like uh, different like formats and like type, types of things and it doesn't have Definitely. to like fall in the like, conference uh, box. Like, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the things. thing is, I, I just realized that, you know, other guys who are doing like these few other uh, events, uh, which are also like very popular, are just, you know, at this point, they're doing it better. You know, okay. uh, I, I just I just can't compete with them in the sense of production quality. I don't have enough, uh, you know, resources uh, for that. Uh, and uh, so for me, you know, it's like, what's the purpose of doing something if it's not, you know, the best, you know, or among wow. the best. So uh, this is why I just decided, you know, uh, maybe it's time to, you know, step aside. And my God, Marco, <laughs> like, uh, this yeah. is too barely honest. I, I'm getting yeah, goosebumps, I mean, you know, this is, uh, this is, um, this is how things uh, function in, in, in reality. I mean, I mean, we have to be realistic about things. I mean, it's not a tragic thing, you know, so no, no, it's, everything, it's, everything, it's part of the evolution, I guess, because right. uh, IFCC is evolving online and evolving from conference to something else. Yeah. 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 I, I think, I think that actually, I think it's a good thing uh, because, uh, uh, you know, we all even in private life you know you need some time on your own you know you need some time to think about things uh, what will happen and and i think if we, if we see this as a bad thing then it's also good because you know after every bad thing that happens you know the only good thing can come you know so yeah. because like you, you, you yeah so I, 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 I'm not feeling, you know, tragic about it or anything like that. So no, no, not at all. I mean, to be honest, looking well, at uh, <laughs> all the things, <laughs> looking at all the things behind your belt and all the projects yeah. that you still manage, I mean, that's like no time to worry. Actually, yeah. like, what's you know, what's 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 going to be uh, your personal focus now, and or what what is, what is it already? So. Uh, 
regarding the IFCC crowd audience or our followers, we'll definitely uh, be producing a lot of digital content, you know, like uh, like tools for them uh, to yeah. do their uh, work more efficiently. And uh, there might be some educational content uh, as well, even live content, you know, like uh, yeah. um, I, I really, what I liked about the last uh, online event was this, uh, 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 this, uh, this moment when you have someone who can, you know, be a, a tutor, you know, a teacher, yeah. but, at, but at the same time, uh, a guy who uh, gives advices and answers questions to the crowd and uh, talking to uh, other guy who is also a teacher, you know, and it, it's, it's totally crazy, you know, especially Discord is a very useful platform for that. And uh, I, I like that. And I think we, we, we will have, you know, every now and then a, a guest, you know, for the, some sort of mini event, you know, uh, where he will be, you know, yeah. um, uh, giving his or her uh, knowledge. Uh, but uh, what I meant, what I said, like you know, this uh, massive thing, you know, with we, we, we had like last time we had like eighty speakers or eighty five, you know, which is totally no, it's like totally nonsense, you know, like uh, and I just can't control myself, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like I, I'm totally crazy about that, and you know, when it, when it comes to that, and other organizers of other events did warn me, like like what's wrong, yeah. with you know. And you just like stop, you know, at like 20, 30 or 40, you know, and, uh, and it's like, it's too much work. You know, just think about like writing email to 80 people, you know, and then no, no, you don't, course. it's not one email. It's like, no, no, 10, 10 times. So. Yes. And then you have also like all the guests, you know, who have, have questions. So, uh, so yeah, definitely the focus will be uh, uh, on creating digital content, downloadable content uh, and privately I think uh, I want to finish. I have like a few projects on my own. Uh, uh, one of them is a short uh, film. Okay. And I want I want to do that, and I want to continue working on uh, my jewelry. So I'm right now I'm negotiating about the next campaign uh, uh, with two nice girls, you know, uh, for shooting, and uh, I'm preparing new models. So. This wow is, yeah the jewelry yeah. like uh, um i'll put a link right here in the show notes to the jewelry website i mean this is amazing i love the style it's like really urban bold um yeah really like yeah. uh ha i bet it has its audience and uh yeah also, yeah, yeah i have fans you know uh, uh, so uh if i compare it to my uh you know painting that i did that i used to do uh I had like only few fans who were buying from me, you know, everyone, okay. everyone else was like disgusted by it because it was always some kind of uh, horror, you know, behind. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but for the jewelry, I mean, the, and the, so the jewelry is a good example. Uh, you know, my art, I did, it, you know, because I love doing it, you know, uh, jewelry, I started doing just because the, uh, because of the, you know, to make money I, there was no love involved at the beginning you know but i started loving it when i you know made first models and when i um, uh, introduced my creativity to the process you know so uh and uh, i'll be just short you know uh, 
the 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 moment when I decided I want to do jewelry, I was uh, in my friend's store. It was like a concept store uh, selling all the designers' clothes, you know, from create uh, by the creators by creators from Croatia. Uh, and so I came in with my girlfriend inside, you know, who's my wife now, and I saw like this bracelet, you know, and I said, "Oh, look at this bracelet," uh, you know. The guy who's making it, my friend. Oh yeah, I know him. Uh, I really like it. Uh, I want it, you know. And I was like, "What do you mean you want it? You won't ask the price?" No, no, I like it, you know. And I was like, "Wait." So she doesn't even ask for the price. She just wants it. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I want to make jewelry, you know. <laughs> if, it, if it goes like this, you know, and uh, and it really does, you know. So my first models that I made were just like. Uh, was sold right away, and uh, and I was like really focused to be- get the best possible uh, uh, materials for it. You know, you know the stainless steel. Uh, I thought of everything. You know, the branding and everything because I was working in uh, in advertising back then, so I knew the importance of you know branding and everything. And uh, so, and it was like great success. But the only problem uh, for uh, for for this project was that it was the least important for me uh and i was always pushing it aside you know doing like stuff personal that I, on the level of personal priorities yeah, in life yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, it, it was the last you know and uh but it was the most profitable so so i think that uh i'm 41 now you know and i think that you know the time has come for me to focus you know to you know have a have some security in life for me and my kid and uh, and uh, my family so i'll definitely be focusing on, on things that are like more you know profitable you know i mean to be honest to be totally honest wow wow but uh, you know like to be totally honest i love the jewelry and it's not for the record it's just like uh um and i can totally understand why people love that it's not just uh um yeah it's just like it's just not like the usual thing that you see everywhere so uh buy buy two you'll get one free (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well amazing yeah yeah you you can't even buy it at the moment because the the online store is not is not yet functional but uh, i'll I'll let you know okay yes cool well i'll keep i'll keep poking you to make sure that i know Okay. I hope you ship internationally, right? Uh, yeah, that's the that's the that's the idea behind. I mean, creation market is uh, small. Uh, if we talk about uh, if we think about IFCC, this was also a part of the reason why why uh, it was so hard because uh, we we always had like uh, just a few people from Croatia coming to the events. So because uh, it's a small country, you know, it's not it's not like like Germany or Russia. Uh, so we never. Uh, uh, we could never sell enough tickets here, you know. So sure. this was all. This is also something I didn't mention, but this was also uh, part of the reason why uh, it was so hard, you know, so far. Yeah, yeah. No, of course, I get that. Well, Marco, like it's been really amazing. Uh, it's just you know, I'm um, I'm really humbled by the fact that uh, you shared everything about AFCC that I couldn't even expect. That was you know. Like, yeah breaking breaking news so uh we have a little tradition on the show i've got like 10 questions there really quick and you're allowed to answer with a few words 
and I'm ready when you are. It's just like okay. a questionnaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah? shoot. I, I can skip question, right? Uh, I yeah, can you can say like, yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, you can, you can. They're not very personal. So, but yeah, okay, let's see what you think. Ready? Yep. Okay. So what's your number one tip for combating distractions when working from home? I don't have a good advice on this because I'm the worst at it. So, <laughs> okay, you're the worst. Fine. What's your favorite holiday or tradition? Uh, I'm not a tradition guy, uh, so I don't have a favorite holiday. You know, well, any... IFCC has been a good tradition. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, but it's. Uh, I wouldn't call it. I mean, after six or seven years, I wouldn't call it a tradition. Any any holiday that you know gathers people is uh, is fine by me uh, from any culture. So. Cool. Amazing. So what's your favorite way to get in some exercise? Another thing that I'm really struggling with uh, is uh, <laughs> no exercise. Uh, okay. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I can tell you what type of exercise I like. Uh, okay. I like, uh, uh, I like uh, uh, you know, jogging. I like box, uh, boxing. I like uh, uh, some, you know, martial kind of uh, martial arts type of uh, training like Krav Maga and that kind of stuff but I really you know have hard time uh, hard time finding any free time to do it you know so I mean uh, you can what I what I know is that you can do a lot with just with your body you know like push-ups squats or and you can do this at home, you know. So if you're better than me in organizing your time, then do that. <laughs> I bet in 2020, everybody's on the same page with yeah. that. <laughs> Definitely. So what's your most used emoji? I don't think I use emojis. Actually, Thumbs I do. Up? It's like, it's like, no, probably like smile or some provocative thing. Uh, <laughs> icon. I don't know. Emoji. But, All right. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Um, what's your source of inspiration? I'm trying to get rid of inspiration, actually, because I started uh, when I started painting back then, when I was younger, uh, I drew ideas from my head and shapes and everything. So uh, and I was even, you know, focusing not to learn from things that surround me. And I want to go back to this stage because with all this IFCC and so many top artists that I met, uh, I just can't get rid of their influence, you know, from my okay. head, you know. So, uh, so yeah, that's my answer. Amazing. Um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Uh, I think that Nike gave me the best piece of advice. Just do it. <laughs> so, if they were, if somebody from them was listening to this podcast, they would be really proud. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just it just says almost everything, you know. Just have to finish what you started you know cool what's your oh sorry how do you uh, celebrate little victories like personal success like yeah it's like yeah <laughs> no, no i'm a I, I don't celebrate victories at all because i always think about uh, i think i always think about problems you know so, so i always <laughs> think about the next pro when we when i reach the success in something i i i, I, I always think about uh uh, what complication will it have, you know, so. <laughs> I love talking to you, Marco. Like, Thank you. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so uh, if you could see one movie again for the first time, what movie would that be? Don't say no movies. <laughs> uh, well, there, there are definitely too many movies that I like. And 
my answers are too long, right? Uh, no, you're good. Uh, so I like comedies as well. So, and I think one of my favorite comedies is the French film. I think it's called Untouchables or Intouchables. Yes, yes. Yeah. The, the old guy and the black servant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, I think that's probably one of my most, my, one of my favorite comedies. Uh, but there are like other genres that I like and uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I grew up when uh, you know, Quentin Tarantino was becoming a, a big star. So I know that like uh, his films were really shocking for us, you know, when it comes to scenario and how it is, uh, how the film was made and all these surprises. So I remember his films, you know, uh, were like really, really something that I would probably want to see for the first time again. So, wow, cool. Yeah, but there are also like some art films that I like, but it's not you know something that uh, people will know about or even want to see. So yeah, I, I won't okay. mention that. Okay, right. next one. Well, I've got final question. Uh, what's your backup career? My backup career. Uh, you know, I mean I can say like, like the, jewel the jewelry thing. Yeah, well, that's already your career. Like, if yeah, you were not, yeah. if you have never become an artist, or, or like, I don't know how you define yourself. What would uh -huh. you well, uh, I would definitely dive more into either uh, programming or okay. uh, economy. You know, so uh, because I think that you know this is the knowledge that I'm lacking a bit. And I even think that, you know, even in the, in the elementary schools, there should be some sort of, uh, 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 some part of the program that uh, talks about the economy. And, uh, and uh, I mean, I, I think that kids already have programming in schools. I'm not sure. But uh, especially economy. Not right? because, all schools. Yeah, probably. But the, the economy, you know, knowledge about, you know, like numbers, uh, invest, in investments, and, you know, even just paying bills on time and that kind of stuff uh all things related to money you know who the things that can teach you how to live your life you know and uh, uh, take care of uh, all the all the financial, financial problems. Yeah. yeah so yeah may, maybe some something in that uh, there uh, in that direction so i'm not sure exactly what you know so i know maybe okay. i would like to be a skipper or you know something uh, with more free time you know that's sure <laughs> i like that something with more free time definitely yeah, uh, definitely. like we definitely feed that description well that's that's you know we're done uh Marcus, okay. thanks so much and uh, sorry if i took too much of your time that was amazing i had so much fun uh thanks for having me i'm uh, really happy that we did it uh i really like uh you you know and i like oh, the way you. You, you, you're running this, this is really so, mutual <laughs> yeah so you know let's stay in touch and see yeah what yeah definitely next. Yeah. all right okay. i'm gonna stop the recording now all right cool, cool, thanks cool. everyone for listening all right guys thanks for listening to this episode 
to the very end. Really appreciate you being here and uh, don't hesitate sharing this episode with any of your artist friends who you think could be inspired by what we discussed with uh, Marco. And we hope to see you back again here on the show in about a week because Art Heroes Podcast is a weekly show. So subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to turn the notifications on if you don't want to miss the next episode. And well, I'll be here in a week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Art Heroes Podcast. Check out www.artheroes.co for show notes, more interviews, and free tools made for you by our team of mentors. Tune in next week for more inspiration and keep up the great work, hero. Thank mm-hmm. you.